Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. We're told this is the number one listened to podcast in the nation, daily podcast specifically for agents. This podcast is designed to educate you guys, to motivate you, and to get you into action. Today's show is uh, kind of a special show. It's a show that, frankly, um, I need to make sure you're taking seriously because there is a something urgent that's happening that's going to be a pretty significant, continued significant change in our industry. And if you are not paying attention to it, if you are not taking action, if you are not actually uh, taking in consideration what we're going to be telling you on today's show, and we're going to be going quick, you are probably not going to be in the business. And I'm going to say this, first of all, the brokerages, bro- if you're running a large or medium broker- size brokerage, uh, and you're not paying attention to what we're going to tell you on today's show, I would pretty much venture a guess that you might be in business in 24 months, but your small profit margins are going to go to virtually nothing. Um, I know you, some of you are discounting what I'm saying, especially if you don't know us and trust us, if you haven't been listening to us for a long time, if you don't yet know that we don't bullshit people, once you have accepted that, you're going to realize what we're about to tell you is the truth. I want you to buckle in, I want you to take notes, and I want you to really stay focused because what we're going to be sharing with you today is news that broke yesterday that in essence makes it so Zillow is about as in the real estate brokerage business as as you possibly can be. We're going to be giving you the details of what they're doing. Now, many, many of you, you know, we have over 100,000 of you, 100, I don't know, 30,000 of you that listen every day. Many of you are in markets yet have yet to be affected by the I buyers phenomena. Um, we are uh, we did a series of shows on this last year. We're going to be posting a white paper we uh, published last year on the I buyers phenomena and what you should be doing to counterpunch that. We're going to republish that on our site. It's going to be under today's date. The topic where you're going to find it, if you guys want to search for the show names, let me get the show name, is industry warning is Zillow finally becoming a national brokerage. So industry warning is Zillow finally becoming a national brokerage. Go to timandjulieharris.com and just put in those keywords in the search bar and you'll find uh, the replay of this show, the notes from this show, and also the white paper that we did where we are giving brokerages and frankly agents, ambitious uh, entrepreneurial agents, a roadmap on how they can absolutely positively kick ass in a world that's going to be, we believe, in many markets dominated by uh, the iBuyer phenomena. So I'm going to give you a real brief, simplistic overview of how the iBuyer thing works. And then Julia has been spent, she spent the last two hours researching the snot out of this just so we have all of our facts right. The iBuyer thing is very simple. And first of all, if you guys think this is just what investors have been doing forever, it's very similar to what investors have been doing forever, but with a huge twist. So here goes. Uh, you have seen signs saying, I'll buy your house for cash. We'll close it in 24 hours. That, that has been going on forever. That's been an, you know, that's investor trick 101. A lot of the people getting those uh, calls will then write a contract. They'll flip the contract. They call that wholesaling. We don't coach that. We don't have anything to do with that. That's not something that we're, you know, ever going to have part of our coaching program. But you are, most of you familiar with that because you've seen, at least seen the signs. Uh, now, what, uh, there was two big companies that essentially have, have raised just, hundreds of millions of dollars and now are one of them's uh, valued at two billion dollars um and the names of those companies julie are 
Are you referring I, uh, to OfferPad? And OfferPad they're, they're and what's the other the one? They're all in the bucket of iBuyer. Uh, let me just. There's the two big ones though. What are they? No, so you research that. I'm gonna go back. Okay. So so what happens, guys, is that these what you live in Las Vegas, you live in Phoenix, Arizona, you live in Atlanta, you live in one of these other markets. You have start. You have been seeing for about two years now billboards, ads, flyers, signs, and yards, saying in essence, we'll buy your house from you. Uh, with 24 hours closed, you pick the close date, no hassling with having to prep the house, no inspections, no anything. So they take all the sting away from uh, selling your house and they'll buy your house for cash. So from a buy, from a seller's perspective, I don't know if you guys, most of you have sold a house before, selling a house kind of sucks. And so being able to have somebody just simply write a check where you have control of the closing date, where you don't have to mess around with showings and you know putting your dog in boarding and you know, making sure your kid's rooms are clean and all that stuff, to avoid all that hassle is huge. Now, um, they were buying and are purchasing properties in those markets because I know what many of you are thinking, oh, Tim, but they're just going there and offering the, buy the sellers you know, some ridiculously reduced price that's way below the market. Well, they weren't. What they were doing is they were offering, for the most part, the same discount or rather the same net commission. I'm sorry, I screwed that up. They were offering the seller the same net as if they'd listed the property with an agent. So when you list a property with an agent, let's say your normal selling fees are, I don't know, I'll just pick a number. How about 6%? Where in some markets, it's 5%. Then you have your closing costs and have your, all of your associated costs with preparing the house. You have your usual amounts of repairs. All this information is researchable. So they, what they were doing and what they are doing incredibly successfully, by the way, is in markets like Phoenix, is they're saying, Mr. Seller, why would you want to bother listing your house with an agent? Where they're going to net you, say it's a $300,000 house, they're going to net you two eighty-five. dollars after you've basically had it on the market, after you've had to hassle with all that stuff, we'll just write you a check for 285 and you can close in 30 days. No problem. Okay. It's a pretty sexy offer from a seller's perspective. A lot of you are listening and I read your comments online. A lot of agents in these marketplaces have been having their butts handed to them because they do not know how to compete against these iBuyer companies. They're just simply saying, oh, why? You know, they're, they're trying to, they're not, they're not basing it on facts. They're not actually calling the iBuyer companies, they're not OfferPad, and the other one is, Julie? I just put it in chat. It is OfferPad and Open Door. There you go, OfferPad and Open Door. And I think Open Door uh, raised $200 million, and they just raised, or no, they raised 300, they just raised another 200. They have a $2 billion valuation. So for those of you guys who are saying they're gonna run out of money, no, they're not. <laughs> for those of you who are saying Zillow is gonna That's run good. out of money, yeah, Zillow, you know, no. some of you guys say, well, Zillow is operating at a loss. Yeah. Well, but you guys don't understand how publicly traded companies work. Zillow can operate at a loss like Amazon has, by the way. Amazon's never made a profit. And if they need to raise money, all they do is sell some of their stock at a slightly discounted price. And then they can generate as much money as they want to pretty much endlessly. So the reality of it is, is that Zillow and all these other publicly traded companies, you and I, we make our money basically from the revenue we generate minus our expenses, and hopefully there's a little profit after taxes and whatnot, right? Isn't that how a normal business is run? Well, when you're publicly traded, and I'm just going down this rabbit hole just to explain to you why these companies won't run out of money. When you're publicly traded or on your way to be like OfferPad and Opendoor are, you don't have to worry about that because you have an ability to generate more or less endless amounts of money from the public markets by simply selling more stock. As long as you can sell a, a really good, compelling story, this is the reason these CEOs, and this is the reason that like or TV shows like CNBC and Bloomberg have these guys on all the time. What they're doing when they're going up there is they're being spokespeople for the company, but also for the stock. They're trying to get people to buy the stock. So most of these, most of these uh, CEOs and whatnot, 
this, the executives get paid lots of money, but where they make their money is off the stock. And so the stock is basically valued. It, where they come up with it is oftentimes it's a multiple of what you know the markets think the company will be earning in the future. I don't want to get technical on it, but the bottom line is, is if you think Open Door and OfferPad and Zillow for that matter are going to somehow to run out of money and get stuck, they're not going to get stuck. They're just fine. So back to the topic. From a seller's perspective, these guys roll into town and they'll say, I'll buy your house and the check I hand you at closing is roughly the same you get from if you listed it with a normal real estate agent. You guys think that's, that, that's pretty compelling, isn't it? So the only thing a real a, an agent can do, and you know we do teach you guys how to do this, is get more for the house than what the seller would be able to get wholesaling the house. Or truthfully, it's not even wholesaling by essentially using an iBuyer company. And, but ultimately, in, in our opinion, and we told you guys this last year, what is going to happen is I do not see how this, I cannot intellectualize why this phenomenon is not going to essentially change the way that houses are listed. And if you can change the way houses are listed, you control the market. That's the reason we've been, you know, <laughs> on our soapbox for 20 years trying to convince all of you guys to become listing agents and not worry about being buyer's agents. Now, and then Julie, we're going to get to your section in a second. Here's the other thing I want you to think about. We proposed to all of you last year, and I'm going to say this again, and this is in our white paper that you can download from our website. We believe that this is going to be the end of buyer's agency as we know it. And I'll tell you why. Because these iBuyer companies are going to control so much inventory that they're not going to have to pay a buyer side commission. Think about this. If you are thinking about selling your house and you live in, live in Phoenix, Arizona or Las Vegas, and I use these cities as an example because this is where these guys have kicked some serious ass. If you, want, if you doubt what I'm saying, call an agent that you know in one of those markets and ask uh, an agent that's producing, that's paying attention, and ask what effect that these companies have had. To ask them go, to go to the MLS and count the number of listings that these companies have taken. Guys, it's tens of thousands. Ask how many houses they've sold, tens of thousands. So the iBuyer's concept, as Inman refers to it as, has been proven to be valid in the marketplace. The sellers love it. Of course they do. You following me? So if you're in Phoenix, if you're in Las Vegas and you want to sell your house, you're going to uh, see an ad for whatever. And you're going to say, well, I'll at least try these guys. I was going to call you know, Tim and Julie and I'm going to call you know, Becky, my friend from church who has a real estate license. But I'm also going to call Open Door and I'm going to see how all the numbers mash out. And then they're going to look at the numbers and they're going to say, I like Tim and Julie. and I like Becky. But you know what? That open door deal nets me the same amount of money and I don't have to do all the work that Becky told me to do. You know, I don't have to worry about changing the carpet or, you know, weeding the garden or any of these other types of things. And I can choose my close date and I don't have to be inconvenienced when I'm not at work trying to allow the house to be shown. You guys getting what we're getting at here? So I'm just going to sell my house to an iBuyers company. And then what happens is once they're in that and iBuyers, they, they have trade deals, right? So if you basically uh, sell your house to one of these iBuyers companies, now Zillow is one of them, you're uh, then going to be caught in their ecosystem. They're going to then give you all kinds of incentives to buy your next house through them as well. Ideally, one of the properties that they have listed. Incentives can come in many different forms, discounts on mortgages, moving expenses, possibly rebates on, you know, all kinds of things, guys. The moral of the story is if the national real estate industry is not, does not remove head from ass with regards to the fact that this concept has been proven and will evolutionize or revolutionize the way houses are listed, which is the whole shooting match in real estate. If they don't realize that that's what's going to happen, then our industry is going to be controlled by the technologists more than we've already allowed it to happen. 
So we have a national call to action for all the biggest real estate brokerages and all the, even the small and medium ones, because frankly, I don't think the big ones are going to change. I don't. I think the small and medium entrepreneurial ones, they're the ones that are basically going to adopt their own buyers, pro, own iBuyer programs. And again, in that white paper, we laid out ideas for you how you can go about doing that. You, know, you guys could approach, there's institutional investors out there that you could approach to basically backstop your iBuyers program if you wanted to create the same thing. There's tons of them. So you could literally compete against these iBuyers companies or start offering your own iBuyers program before they come to your town. Again, download that white paper, read it, ask questions, communicate. Whatever you do, do not be complacent. Do not just sit on your hands and just think somehow, oh, you know what, it won't affect me. But let's do talk about that. What markets do we think this won't affect, frankly? I don't think this is going to affect the low-end markets because I don't think the iBuyer markets wants to go there. So if you're in a marketplace that's mostly rural and low-end, I don't think you have anything to worry about. And I'll tell you the other place I don't think they'll go. I don't think they'll go in the upper end either. I don't think they're going to be, I, I cannot see the business model for trying to go after really high-end listings. Too risky. So they won't do that either. But the middle of the market where all the movement is, where all the momentum is, where all the revenue is, that's where they're going to go. And again, they've tested these mark, they've tested this concept. It's been proven. And really what matters, the reason that there's never been a way to disintermediate agents in the past. In other words, remove agents from the middle of transactions. The real reason why wasn't for all the things that we've been told, but the real reason why is because the ideas that the technologists and all these people trying to come up with alternative real estate business models, the ideas that they've come up with have sucked. And the uh, consumers, the sellers and the buyers didn't like them. They liked the other alternative, which is the traditional way things were being done. Ultimately, the market decides who wins. Makes sense, right? Market cap, free market capitalism. It's the reason that the real estate industry has been successful for so long. Because anything and everything else that's popped up, for the most part, hasn't offered the consumer the same value. So they've stuck with us. Now what's happening? They're going to have an alternative that in many people's eyes has already proven to be viable, if not desirable. And when that happens, if we don't change, if we don't change, we're out of business. That's the reality. So you must focus all your best energies on becoming listing agents. You must get really good at that. You must drill down and start really thinking about how you're going to pivot your business model. From day one, some of you are listening to us for the first time to focus on that. If you think you're going to build your business based on the old paradigms of centers of influence and past clients, of just basically buying buyer leads, all those things, I think faster than you can possibly imagine in many major markets, those business models, which are already on their heels, are going to completely be out of the game. And if you're not evolved, you're going to be out. That's a fact, Jack. Julie, any thoughts? You want to get to your points? Yeah, well, you were just talking about uh, who won't be affected. I believe it was OfferPad. Last time I researched this, one of, uh, if you get into their FAQs, one of those companies actually says, we won't buy anything manufactured, anything rural, anything over, it was either 500000 or 550, um, you know, no condos. So, you know, they have rules as well. And that always makes me think about our premier agents, our elite coaching members are already 100% set up to protect themselves as listing agents. Why? Because we teach the guaranteed home sale program. So you can offer something similar. The thing that I was thinking is that, that primarily the unique selling proposition that these iBuyer companies are offering is what you were talking about. If the net is the same, then what's the real advantage? It's the hassle-free part of the listing. 
which is what we teach in our Guaranteed Sale program, where you can escape all of those showings, all of the prep work, all of that kind of thing. And yeah, for maybe even a little bit less. And you know, we used to do that, and we got some very interesting, not you know, crap ball property. I think you'll remember the superintendent of schools that called us, and he said, you know what? just get it sold, even if I have to take a little bit less. I'm a private guy, and I don't want people walking through my place. And he called off of the guaranteed home sale. So that's one thing so, I was thinking of. Uh, yes, go ahead. Well, so CarMax, right? I mean, I was looking at the report that we're going to give you guys to download on our website. Ventura just sent it to me. I This is the best way to explain it. CarMax basically had the same effect on the used car business. I mean, car back, not, it's, it's not an end-to-end solution, but it's pretty damn close. You know, CarMax made it so that the traditional way that people wholesaled their cars or sold their cars that they didn't want to retail them, it, it, it simplified it. And everyone had to copy it. Everyone had to change. Everyone had to evolve or they weren't in the business anymore. Do you guys remember? It was probably, I don't know, 25 years ago. Some of you guys weren't born, I realize. But 25 years ago that you would see, it was normal to see all these little mom and pop used car lots. They're all gone. What happened to them? They couldn't compete. They didn't compete. They couldn't compete against the you know, the big boys, the car maxes. And think of all the other, the effects that Amazon is having on small retailers. The same thing, this is the, the way that natural markets, we don't need, you know, we don't need a legislation to present or prevent companies from providing a better service or a product to consumers. What we need to do if we want to stay in business, if we, if we want to earn the right to deserve to serve the clients, is we have to be able to provide a better product at a better price. We have to do something that's going to do, uh, provide something that's superior to what your competitors are offering, or you won't be in business. You don't deserve to be in business. Just because you've been in business doesn't entitle you to be in business tomorrow, let alone later this afternoon. So just keep that in mind. Some of you guys dig your heels in when you're hearing this type of information and you just get so defensive. You don't think rationally. You need to think competitively. You need to realize that Zillow, and it's good, there's going to be others too, I promise you, um, I read an article that says that, that uh, Wall Street, Wall Street's, you know, got, assume that, you know, assume this is true. And I read this on um, uh, Seeking Alpha, I think. Wall Street is actively looking to back more iBuyers companies. Now it's seen the success of OfferPad and, and um, Opendoor. And now that Zillow's been in it, I could pretty much guess that within 12 months, there will be probably another four or six, you know, incredibly well-funded iBuyer companies that start popping up. And what they're going to do is they'll probably start going to other markets. So in your market, you might not have OfferPad, Zillow, and, and whatever. You might have some other company that hasn't even really officially started yet, but they're all going to start because this is a proven business model. Are you listening to me, industry? Are you listening to me, individual agent? This is what's coming next. This could either be the thing that ends your career, the thing that makes your earning money miserable, or this could be the thing that basically you use to motivate you to finally focus on becoming a listing agent and learning skills and becoming seriously a kick-ass, you know, if you're a broker, really focusing in on profit. Some of you guys who are building your businesses around buying buyer leads. Some of you guys who are building your businesses around these incredibly unprofitable team models. Listen to the superstar interview we did yesterday. The number one team, uh, the guy who runs the number one team in all of San Diego doing hundreds of millions of dollars per year is getting rid of his team. And he said it's one of the biggest mistakes he ever made in his industry, in, the, in his business in 10 years, even though he was uh, un unbelievably successful at it. Listen to that interview from yesterday. So Julie, let's get to the summary and let's read, just go through the FAQs yeah. that you wrote. Okay. Well, so a lot of what we just covered started to be rolled out uh, about a year ago. 
and you know, when the iBuyer thing was hitting the news. Well, so what's the big deal about today's announcement from Zillow? And this is a lead story. I just saw an interview on um, CNBC, I believe, and they were asking quite direct questions. So what's the big deal about today? And by the way, so far Zillow's stock price has dropped by 10%, so I think that's an interesting you know, maybe that's why they're using that as a lead story. We'll see how that goes. But here's a summary. Point number one, Zillow Instant Offer Program is now expanding to Phoenix. They have already been in Vegas for quite some time, as well as Orlando. Point number two, Zillow is working with three real estate brokerages directly. Point number three, Zillow will be an investor themselves. This is the big news today that they announced. Zillow will be an investor slash iBuyer in the Instant Offer scenario. Uh, also included, of course, will be a CMA from a premier agent. If the seller goes with the offer, they'll work with a Zillow agent as a buyer, they say, and a seller gets, uh, the seller gets a premier agent recommendation. There's no requirement that they use them, uh, but the, the big announcement is that Zillow themselves will be an investor. Now, what will they do with the property? This is the rest of the news. Point number four, Zillow will then flip the house. They say they will put it in the MLS. Zillow says that the traditional commissions will be paid to agents once they put it in the MLS. Stop now, there. Stop the, there. Uh, Stop there. Yeah. Stop Go ahead. there. You're using you're reading stuff from CNBC, which is not going to be industry focused, right? That's you're getting this. So, uh, well, so here, but this was but go ahead. Yeah. So, but here's the question. So, how does this affect the industry? Like I just said, if a seller wants to sell their house, they're going to, you know, hypothetically in one of those markets, they're going to call Zillow. Zillow is going to offer them something for the house. Zillow literally will buy the house. Zillow not the real estate brokerage. Zillow is going to buy the house. Zillow They're is the then going to list the house. Zillow is then going to list the house with um, one of their real estate brokerages. Do you think there's not going to be onerous fees that are going to be attached to those transactions for the real estate brokerage? Do you think they're just doing that out of the goodness of their heart? Really? You don't think they're making lots of money? You don't think the discounts on that are going to be huge to the listing agent? Of course they are. And you know what? The industry is more than willing to pay. 50% referral fees. You guys have been paying 50% referral fees to these big referral companies for ages. They know that. They're going to get there. They might not charge fees like that today, but of course that's the direction they're going to go. Do they need to have a real estate license to collect referral fees? Not necessarily. They just need to have an interest in a real estate brokerage that collects referral fees. Lots of guys, how do relocation companies work? Why wouldn't they do the same thing? You know, they've been saying forever they're not going to get in the brokerage business, and that's smart. Brokerages don't make any money. They make less than 3% well, profit. Well, they just proved it Why? by you know, partnering with these three brokerages. There's uh, Berkshire Hathaway office in uh, Phoenix and, and Vegas. There's a Coldwell Banker uh, office in Vegas. So they're proving what you just said. They don't have to. They'll just charge fees. You know, I, personally think, I personally think if you want to ask yourself who's going to get into the space, I would be surprised if Berkshire didn't start offering a program like this. Berkshire's yeah. tested similar programs across the country silently under, you know, they're very aggressive, smart, smart company. I bet you if there's going to be a big player, I bet you Mr. Buffett's going to say, you know what, I'll throw a few billion at this since it's already been proven. Let's see what we can do. Julie, next point. Well, that's it. So is Zillow already an iBuyer? Yes, this is already set up as well as other investors. The key difference here with today's news is that they, are, they say they're keeping the agent and the brokerage central to the transactions. They're coming out saying, well, all of the other iBuyer companies don't do that. They'll cut the agent out. I don't, you know, I think it's very situational what happens. Uh, well, why? Let's see. But Any, hover there. Hover there. Yeah. Hover there. So the other companies are real estate brokerages. That's the difference. Open Door and um, 
what's her name again, Julie? Sorry, I need some more caffeine. Offer pad. Offer pad. Yeah, they are real estate brokerages. They have licenses. They're st- they were started, I believe their CEOs were real estate people. So that's where, you know, Zillow is trying to position themselves. But I ultimately, really, that's just legal semantics. Really, it doesn't really matter. And if you guys get stuck on that, oh, real estate, you know, Zillow is not a real estate brokerage, whatever, whatever. I mean, what aren't they doing that would be make them a real estate brokerage? I know the real heavy lifting of dealing with agents and dealing with laws and dealing with compliance and dealing with disclosure forms. So they're not doing they're not doing the yucky part. They're just taking the gravy. That's called smart. Yeah. So listen, your homework yes. from today's podcast is going to be very simple. You guys got to go to the timandjulieharris.com and I'm going to ask uh, Mr. Ventura if he's put this up yet. Oh, where is he? Okay. And he's going to, he's putting the report on our website and he said not yet, but he's building it now. And the, um, the article is going to be under today's show and today's show is called industry warning is Zillow finally becoming a national brokerage. That's something we wrote last year, but the information is still relevant. I scanned it. Go through it, digest it, think about it, and then don't be like what most people are going to do and say, well, you know what? They're not in my market. I'm not going to worry about it. They are coming to Columbus, Ohio. They're coming to Indianapolis, Indiana. They're coming to you know, Austin, Texas. They're coming to everywhere, and I, but I don't think they're going to go to the low-end markets, and I don't think they're going to bother going to the high-end markets. It's difficult to make the math work. But everywhere else in the country where your market is, you're going to have a competitor that's going to be an iBuyers company, one of these three perhaps, but Zillow is not just sending referrals. Zillow is not just selling leads. Zillow is buying and selling houses through real estate brokerages. So for those of you who believed that they would never get into the brokerage business, well, they told the truth. They're not in the brokerage business, but it doesn't matter. It's just semantics. They're doing all the, you know, they're getting all the benefit with all the heavy lifting. Julie? Well, and they have stated as their initial goal just in the next 12 months to purchase a 1,000 homes, okay? So then the next question is, what are they going to do? They have said they plan to flip them. They do not, at least now, as of today, plan on becoming a landlord. So those of you who are in property management thinking about what's going to happen to all of those properties, they do plan on actually selling them. So I think that that's good for inventory levels, but you know, they're going to be controlling a lot of this, at least in those three markets for now. So, and even if they're not in your backyard, OfferPad already is, you know, there's already investors advertising. This is just on a huge level. So this means that you've got to get it together with your skills as a listing agent. You have to know who your real competition is. It's not just the agent that sold them the house. It's not just the agent that they golf with. Now you've got real competition from investors trying to pitch them, saying, hey, here's a hassle-free way to sell your home. What do you think about this? So you've got to be really aware of all that. And I think that this is just going to expand from here. It just makes agents have to be better, smarter, faster, offer better services, and have a backup plan if that seller says, you know what? I don't want to live through all those showings, and I don't want to clean up my house and take care of my dog every showing. What have you got for me? And but here's, so here's the, the other, next question that agents have is, what if they can't buy it? Well, you guys talk about working with investors all the time. Go well, ahead. I think there's going to be, I think there's going to be third-party money coming out of Wall Street that's going to allow brokerage. Yeah. It's going to be the backstop for brokerages to start buyers companies. That's what I think. But guys, here's the thing to think about it from a very basic, practical, you know, tactical standpoint. If you're th- thinking you're going to be okay just focusing on buyers, here's what's going to happen. These iBuyers companies are going to control more and more of the listing inventory. They're going to control more and more of the listing inventory. And when they want to purchase one of their houses, they're going to be told that the uh, iBuyers companies won't be paying buyers agents commissions. 
Did you hear what I just said? So if you think, well, I'm, I'm good, Tim, I'm just going to focus on the buyer side of things. I'm just going to work with buyers. You know, that's easy. I can just buy a buyer leads. I'm good. You're not because they're going to stop paying buyers agents commissions. If a listing brokerage has enough of market share in a particular market and they're able to control both sides of the transaction, why would they pay commission to a buyer's agent? Just because that's the way it's been traditionally done? Really? Because it's the law? No, it's not. Commissions are negotiable. So what's going to happen if you think as a buyer's agent is you're going to go and you're going to talk to a buyer and the buyer says, I want to see this house that's listed for sale by, uh, you know, XYZ real estate that's a Zillow house. You know, Zillow owns this. And they're going to say, very likely, they're going to say, or let me use a better offer, or a better idea. I'm going to go to OfferPad. Now, they're not doing this yet, but this is where I think they'll go because they can make so much more money if they did it this way. It just makes sense. So the buyer's going to go to OfferPad. They're going to see the house for sale. They're going to want to see the house. The OfferPad offer is going to say, if you're bringing a buyer's agent, if you buy it directly from us, no problem. Just call us here and we'll, you can make your offer online, which is the way they're doing it. You can make offers online directly to them for the houses. You can set up showings directly as a consumer to go see the houses. You don't need an agent. Then you're going to say, well, I have an agent, you know, Betty Sulu from church and she's been representing me and she's whatever, whatever. No problem. You want Betty to represent you? You've got to pay her commission, whatever it is, on top of the purchase price. We're not going to just basically give it to Betty Sulu at closing. She's going to have to, you're going to have to agree to pay her either out of your pocket, Mr. Buyer, or you're going to tack it on to the purchase price of the house. That's what's going to happen. Then these big iBuyers companies, when they control that much of the inventory, what is the industry going to do? Oh, that's not fair. Oh, that's not the way it should be done. Oh, what are they going to do? It's too late. Same thing happened with, let's be honest, Trulia, Zillow, and Realtor.com. The industry just rolled over and that's what happened. That's what's happening now. That's the future. I, I cannot see a uh, again, there's going to be niches. There's going to be older folks that want to do business their traditional way. There's going to be the upper end real estate, but most upper end buyers, they don't go to through buyers agents, do they? Most upper end buyers call listing agents. A lot of people basically are just going to listing agents directly. This is the evolution. This is the stuff that we talk about that nobody does. This is the stuff that we focus on so that you guys can be competitive. So you can just not just survive, but you can thrive in new market conditions. Please take this seriously. Go to our site, download the report, ask questions, be prepared. If you're a little bit frightened and scared, good. Don't allow that to make you know uh, to cause you not to take action. Now take action. Follow the ideas we gave you in the report. It's not the report is mostly pretty drilled down ideas of what you could be doing, what you should be doing now to prepare. But really, at the end of the day, I'm counting on the small and medium-sized brokerages to take advantage of what's proven to be a perhaps superior business model when it comes to listing homes. Don't let this get by you, industry. This is our industry warning. Please take this seriously. If there's anything you can do, anything we can do for you, Tim at timandjulieharris.com or Julie at timandjulieharris.com. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>